Hello, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its ninth year and five-time winner of the Best of Gwinnett Award in Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Metabolism Practices. Sherry, Rachel, and I invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives. Work Well is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, and my faith designed to bring you compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. Work Well comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. From living rooms to boardrooms here on Business Radio X, you're listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. All right, let's do this. I have a funny for you today. There's a worker who came into work and said, I'm so tired after all that CrossFit this morning. The coworker said, it's pronounced croissant and you ate four of them. All right. Well, if you've been listening to my podcast, then you know I like to give you a little chuckle to start things off. And you also know that I seek to offer you inspiration as well as information. And I encourage you to challenge yourself, especially today. Today might be more of a challenge for some of you. Change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, restart something. That's what I say. And hopefully that's what you're doing. So happy fall, y'all. We have been enjoying a fall forward type of month, and it's been focused all around self-care. So our first um, session together, we talked about going to work well, and then we leaned into self-care superpowers with Jennifer Wilmoth, founder of Thrive Forward Therapy, and today it's Find Your Fit. Yeah, Find Your Fit. Where did you see it last? And you know that my program is called Clean Concepts, my um, award-winning program, and that stands for the C is core values. The L is how we live, lifestyle. E is how we exercise or move. Attitude is next, how we think, and nutrition, how we eat. So today we're leaning into exercise, if you didn't figure that out, with Find Your Fit. So E for exercise. Exercising would be so much more rewarding if calories screamed while you burn them. I agree. All right, so find your fit. I've been studying under the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, and the ACLM is pretty famous. You can check out a lot of what they're doing online, but um, they focus on six ways that uh, we can take control or take back control of our health, and I'm going to lean into just one of them today, but I'm going to go ahead and mention all six of them. So the first one is one I love best, whole food, plant-based nutrition. It's in the name, right? Whole Food Health Code. Coach.com. So look me up. Anyway, that's number one. There's a, a, so much research and scientific evidence to support that eating foods that are rich in fiber, antioxidant, and nutrient-dense, that's what it's all about. So choosing minimally processed and vegetables, fruits, whole grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds. There you go. Preventing chronic disease and treatment and even reversal of chronic conditions is um, science-based information for you. 
you. The second one is physical activity, which we'll get back to because regular and consistent physical exercise combats the negative effects of sedentary behavior. And it's important that adults engage in both uh, general physical activity as well as purposeful exercise weekly as a part of overall health resilience. The other thing that they mention is stress management. And of course, this is self-care month and we've spent a lot of time on that. But managed stress can lead to improved health and productivity. But mismanaged stress can lead to anxiety or depression, obesity, immune dysfunction, and so many other issues as well. So helping my clients recognize the negative stress response and identify the coping mechanisms and reduction of te- uh, reduction techniques, I think that are most important. A lot of people don't realize there are several things that you can do. And all of those things can lead to proper management of stress and improved well-being. The next thing that they talk about is avoidance of risky substances, like tobacco and excessive alcohol consumption that can be shown to increase the risk of chronic disease as well as increased risks of death. So patients support and often a referral to our team of therapists would be an important step that I take in breaking uh, the hold on substance abuse that my clients might experience. And then I stay in the coaching seat to help them get where they want to go. And the next thing that they mention is restorative sleep, which is also very important. We should strive for seven or more uh, hours per evening for optimal health. And poor sleep habits have been shown to cause sluggishness, low attention span, decreased sociability, um, as well as depression and mood issues and increased hunger and decreased feelings of fullness, insulin resistance, decreased choleric burn during the day, and overall decrease in mental and physical performance. The last one they talk about is social connection. The positive social connections and interactions affect all of us, not just um, emotionally and mentally, but also physically. So leveraging the power of relationships and social networks can help reinforce those healthy behaviors. So did you write them down? Whole food, plant-based nutrition, physical activity, stress management, avoidance of risky behavior, substances, and then restorative sleep and social connection. Well, today, I promised we're talking about fitness. So our goal today is fitness or creating a fall fitness plan. Fall forward is our theme and find your fit is today's message. So fitness means a lot of different things to different people. Actually, the definition of exercise is an activity requiring physical effort carried out to sustain or improve health and fitness. And Siri defines fitness as the condition of being physically fit and healthy. So finding your fit may be easier than you might think. And it all starts with choice, yours. So every choice you make will make you weak, sick, and dumb, or strong, healthy, and smart. You've heard me say it a hundred times if you've been listening. So start with this sit less, move more kind of a topic that we're talking about today because sitting is the new smoking, meaning it is just as dangerous. So movement is medicine for your whole body and brain, and the importance of this can't be understated. So it's simple, really, if you think about it, find your fit. Finding that thing that makes you move your body. My clients are used to me saying, whatever gets you up off the couch. 
So like the saying on the workout shirt that I had on this morning during my workout, you are stronger than you think. While that might be true, what's really more likely to be true is you are as strong as you think you are. Think about it for a minute. I'll let it soak in. All right, the only difference between you and someone you admire is that you may have settled. So Jennifer Nettles of the band Sugarland says it best. And I ain't settling, are you? So I love those lyrics because she says, it's my life, so it's mine to make. And that's where that choice comes in. I ain't settling for just getting by. I've had enough so-so for the rest of my life. I'm tired of shooting too low. Gonna raise the bar high. Just enough ain't enough this time. So I hope that's you saying that today. That's definitely me saying that to myself today. So some of you have lost your fitness mojo and you just need to find it again. So maybe you've gained weight, you feel weak, sick, and dumb. So if that's you, the Whole Food Health Coaches are here for you. And it may be just what the doctor ordered, especially if you have a great doctor like mine, Dr. Catherine Wegman. Um, MD, the founder of Georgia MD, and Georgia Direct. I love her, Swanee Georgia, and um, she's been my primary care doctor now for over a year, and even though I have Medicare and I can go to other doctors, she is a concierge uh, physician, and I love her because um, I just couldn't be more happy with her private practice. For me personally, she's helped me to see things on the medical side, whereas I see things on the um, prevention side, and there's a lot of things that we do together. So not only has she helped me personally, but also now professionally, we work more together because she recommends my services to her patients who are interested in more of the lifestyle medicine and a more comprehensive behavior modification approach. So she's a physician who believes in her patient's ability along with my coaching partnership to change the habits that are making them weak, sick, and dumb so that they can become strong, healthy, and smart individuals that we know that they can be. The sign of a good doctor is to see how many patients they can get off medications, not how many they can put on medications. And remember that 70% or roughly 70%, really it's 70 to 80% of our chronic conditions are self-inflicted, which means that we can lower our risk of those conditions or suffering from them. You can choose just like I can and it's never too late. So we have to think about this. Now here's the deal. We sit way too much. Our sedentary ways are actually killing us, literally. Research has linked sitting for long periods of time with a number of health concerns, such as heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and certain cancers. Those are the biggies, folks. Heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and cancer. So what are the risks of sedentary lifestyles? I'm telling you them. So the American Cancer Society had a study of 123,000 middle-aged adults. Research found that those who sat the most, even if they exercised regularly, had a 34% greater risk of dying of any cause compared to those who sat the least. 
So even though you may have your workout routine, if you're sitting the whole rest of the day, then that's what they're saying at the American Cancer Society. The most sedentary um, of those who neither moved nor exercised, now they were almost twice as likely to die during the study period as those who moved and exercised the most. So there's a real correlation here. And so why does prolonged sitting um, have such a healthy or healthful health consequences, then let's talk about that for a minute. Because one explanation is that it relaxes your largest muscles. And when muscles relax, they take up very little sugar or glucose from the blood. And that's what risks your risk or raises your risk of type 2 diabetes. So that's what we're focusing on here. We're trying to pay more attention to the health side. Don't just think about the number on the scale, because that's not what I'm about. Now, they do go hand in hand. I'm not going to lie. So obesity and all of those things from sitting really creates an issue. I teach my clients sit, walk, stand. So sit up straight, engage your core, stand tall, and walk like you own the place. And I think every hour is a good uh, good time for you to get up and do just that. So in addition to those muscle um, issues that I just spoke about, the enzymes that break down blood fats, the triglycerides that we talk about, they plummet when we're sitting, causing the level of good cholesterol, that HDL, the healthy um, cholesterol, to fall too. And that's where the problem comes from. The result is a higher risk of heart disease because that HDL is what keeps you healthier and those triglycerides need to be moved through the bloodstream. So routine, everyday movement has so many benefits, whether for heart disease, diabetes, cancer, or yes, weight loss. The importance of movement for health is so well established that great doctors are turning more to lifestyle medicine. So thank you, College of Lifestyle Medicine. So let's talk about the benefits of everyday movement and physical fitness. I already told you, kind of scaring you about the risks of things. Let's talk about the benefits. So everyday physical activity not only reduces your risk of major ailments and aches and pains, but it also helps burn more calories, even when you're not working out. I like that part. I work out first thing in the morning and then I'm just thinking, well, it's just burning all day long. And I like that. I sit up straight, engage my core, walk like I own the place, um, just like I tell my clients to do. So it burns more calories even when you're not working out. And this is called NEAT. I think it's pretty neat, but NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. So it's pretty powerful and it refers to the energy that you burn through ordinary activities that you don't even think of as exercise. Sit up straight, engage your core, walk like you own the place, stand tall. Same things. Like activities, even as fidgeting, if you stand or you um, you bounce your leg or any of those other fidgeting aspects, that's definitely a different uh, part of it that can benefit you as well. But standing or carrying the load of laundry downstairs or upstairs, dancing around the house to your favorite tune while, you know, or even standing while you talk on the phone or standing. I have a standing desk. I actually have three standing desks so that I can go different places in my two offices and, and I can work there. But if you need more reasons to find your fit, I'm going to give them to you now. 
know, I know you're here because you want the information and inspiration. So I'm going to inspire you, but I'm also going to inform you. So your mental and emotional health has a lot of benefits from your physical activity as well. They improve brain cell strength, mental clarity, and better concentration. Who needs that? Why should I? Oh, yeah, why should I care? I care because I work, I write, I teach, I lead, I coach. I need my brain cells. I want to keep as many as I can. It reduces anxiety as it releases good um, hormones, those feel-good hormones that we need. It stimulates the release of dopamine, which is, I call it the I can conquer all hormone because that's what uh, dopamine is. It's just like, I got this. And it boosts your mood, calms your nerves, and builds feelings of satisfaction, even after a short walk. So that's part of just the mental and emotional benefits of your fitness routine. Let's talk physical a little more. Um, the physical health benefits, because it's going to make your heart work harder to pump that oxygen-rich, nutritious blood through your body to the muscles. It supports the ligaments and tendons that support your bones, keep your bones Um, Keep your tendons and ligaments and muscles strong so that you don't break anything. Um, Improves coordination, flexibility, and balance. Less injuries because, especially with falls as we age. And then improves energy levels. The more you move, the more energy you will have. So if you're always tired, add movement to your daily routine and everything changes. Keeps you lean is another one because it speeds up metabolism. I've already talked to you about that so that you can burn more calories even when resting. Curbs your appetite so it creates a a satisfied feeling so you don't have those food cravings or those mood issues that make you want to grab the bag of XYZ. It improves circulation, blood flow to every organ. Hello. Improves sexual pleasure and performance. Improves digestion and prevents constipation. It increases the number of white blood cells and uh, that blood that fights infection is what we're talking about there. They're the germ fighters, the immune boosters that we need and keeps them flowing through the bloodstream to keep you healthy. And then it improves sleep and prevents or improves, and in some cases can reverse chronic conditions, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, just among a few. And then the benefits and improves actually all um, wellness, the overall feeling, the overall well-being. So Some of you know what I'm talking about. You've made time uh, for fitness and you've done what I call find your fit. You ain't settling. So you continue to set new goals, um, up the ante, move more, and you've probably already found out how it supports your physical health. But since this is um, the month on self-care, then let's be clear. Whatever helps physical health can also help mental health. So heal your body and your brain at the same time. You have uh, built in, uh, if you've built a fitness routine, then you have done what you can do instead of focusing on what you cannot do. And I think there's so many people that have many more excuses um, of what they can't do. And there are several things that you can do. And let's do what you can do. You're making the time instead of making excuses. So some of you, 
um, need to maybe dust that total gym off that you bought at QVC um, years ago or Home Shopping Network or the clothes off that treadmill um, that has become more of a closet. And if you're my age, maybe you could find those Sweat into the Oldies or Jane Fonda aerobic videos or sign up for silver sneakers like I did at my local gym. My point here is there's never been a better reason or a better time to find your fit. So start looking. Now, my husband, Jack, has found his fit as an avid runner for years, and that love is shared by our son, Chad, and their love of running has always confounded me a little bit. I've shared this with you. Jack would talk about his runner's high that he would experience, just him in the open road. Running is definitely not my thing. In fact, I tease, if you see me running, you'd better take off because something bad is happening. Or if you find my dead body on a jogging trail. Just know that I was killed elsewhere and dropped there. So I love that he loves running and, or should I say he loved running until recently when his body didn't appreciate a good run as much as his brain did. So he's now into strength training, lifting machines, free weights. My point is he didn't stop because of something he could not do or do well or as efficiently as he used to do. He focused on and found what he could do. And I'm so proud of him because he's determined to stay fit no matter what the number on that birth certificate. So my thing, what is my thing? Um, my thing is primarily walking. I do a lot of it. I, it's something I learned to do when I was about two, and I've been doing it now for over 65 years, and I'm actually pretty good at it. I can do it anywhere, inside, outside, on a trail, on a sidewalk, in a mall, or in my air-conditioned workout room. I bought a treadmill at a garage sale for $75. And I have an ex uh, also an expensive Nordatrack elliptical um, that takes me to places I've never been. So uh, I've had that treadmill for over 16 years now, and that thing is still giving me hours and hours of fitness fun. And I love it. I can go for walks on my elliptical and hikes and uh, trails from sea to shining sea or country to country, but I'm always doing my warm out, warm up at least on that treadmill. I especially like walking and dancing to loud music. Um, I have created routines and moves that um, work for my personal fitness enjoyment. I do something that I call dance walking and I dance walk my way into my day every day morning. I set out my socks and shoes the night before, the clothes, nothing trendy. But um, when that alarm goes off, I suit up, head to the basement where our workout room is, and I turn on the tunes or the TV or the trails and off I go. So the faster the beat of the music, the faster I go and the more movement I incorporate, the more dancing, or the slower the music, the slower I go. And that way I'm, I've created my own hit uh, high intensity interval training. And I use my upper body with um, hand weights and bands and whatever I can find. And I walk or run to the beat of the music. Now, on a side note here, I can actually walk backwards and sideways too. But you may want to leave those trick, you know, trip type 
type moves to the more experienced treadmiller, if that's a word. And um, I should admit that I have actually fallen off before. So other things are a hula hoop. I have a weighted hula hoop that I love to use. It's just something fun that I do. It's good for waist and just flexibility and balance. I have yoga mats around my house. I actually have some down in the workout room, some up in my office. I have weights, even boxing gloves. I have several boxing gloves, as a matter of fact. And um, the thing is, when it comes to fitness, you've got to find your fit. What works for you? Now, everybody can start at least walking, right? That's not too difficult. We usually do it on a regular basis, and that helps you to walk more and sit less, maybe. Um, You need to do more than just a leisurely stroll, though. It's hard to say, leisurely stroll. But at least start there. After establishing a habit, maybe then you can um, add some time and some speed to your walk as you build strength and endurance. Start your goal with a minimum of 30 minutes, five days a week, and then maybe you can move up to 50 minutes, five or six days a week, and increase the pace as you feel like you are ready. So, and that's the key. We've got to feel ready. You've got to do what you can do. So start where you can start. That's what's most important is that you get going. So recently I mentioned that I joined Silver Sneakers through my uh, Medicare insurance and I went to my local gym for what they call a fitness evaluation. And I'm putting that in air quotes. So um, this 20-year-old salesman basically was evaluating me and my strength. Really, all he wanted to do was make me feel old and weak so that he could sell me personal training package, which I appreciate. I mean, I'm in business for myself, so I understand that there's a certain need out there that I fill, and I want to make sure that I can sell as many of those as possible to keep food on my table. But... um, Um, that was a very discouraging day for me. I started off my day really cool. And um, at the end of my day, I went in for this evaluation. And actually later, or actually I think it might have been the next morning, I wrote in our couple's journal to my husband after that experience. And I decided I would read that to you today. Again, I love to just be honest with you and my feelings and uh, and where I struggle and, and um, you know, just be real. So I wrote... Every day gives us new opportunities and new challenges. I get weary sometimes of facing them or feeling like I'm not strong enough, smart enough, or ready for it. Today is one of those days. Yesterday was one too. I had a great morning with the team, and then I go on to talk about that. I created, um, and then I went to the gym and immediately felt like I was weak, sick, and dumb. My muscle strength has diminished so much, and he was pushing my every button, talking about the personal trainer. What a terrible coach he would be. I felt like saying, um, I've never worked, I'll never work with him or someone like him. A good coach leaves people with a feeling of accomplishment, a semblance of success and a desire for more. I left feeling deflated, discouraged, and with feelings of failure. But it taught me that I am a great coach. I am a great coach's coach. I taught him a thing or two at the end of our session, after 90 minutes of him um, working me out. 
I don't know if he received what I had to say to him or not, but he sure needed to hear it. Oh, well, I will do something even if I can't do it all. I love you, Stephanie. So I am just being honest with you. I felt like that 90 minutes was grueling and it was way beyond what I feel like I could do. But I did as much as I could do. And I stayed with him right to the end because I was devoted to do that. But I'm grateful because my husband has built us a fully equipped exercise room. And I'm now and I'm down there for about 60 minutes every morning. Serious work. I'm doing serious work, serious effort to maintain my American next top model body. Well, maybe not, not unless they have a golden version like now they have of The Bachelor. But I can't help but think what my parents and my grandparents, and especially our Grandma Flossie, would think of what we call fitness today. What would they think of treadmills and ellipticals for walking, rowing machines for rowing, stairmasters for climbing stairs, and weights for lifting heavy things. I think they just walked, rode, climbed stairs, and lifted heavy things. At least that's what Grandma Flossie would do. And I use her life as an example for my own because I want to live to be 100. I've seen it done. In fact, you might say I've seen how it's done. I just ask myself, WWGFD, yes, what would Grandma Flossie do? Grandma Flossie lived to be 102, almost 103, and actually when she turned 100 years old, we threw her a birthday party, and of course, you would do that at 100 years old, and that's where I met her two older siblings. <laughs> I did say old, older siblings, by the way. Flossie was a real character. She mowed her own lawn in her work dress and grandma shoes right into her 90s. And I can see her out there now, fit as a fiddle, lest you think now that she's atop a riding lawnmower. Let me clear that up. It was a push mower propelled only by her push. So once her mower actually needed um, new blades or needed blades sharpened, and so she called the local hardware store in the town where she lived had lived for 75 years, and they offered to come pick up the mower and bring it back to her for a $10 delivery fee. Well, Flossie wasn't having that. So she walked the mower down to them about a quarter of a mile to a half mile. And on the side of the road, it's a two-lane highway, Leo, Indiana. Um, no sidewalks, mind you, actually right on the roadway, grandma shoes and all. Anyway, Grandma Flossie was pretty amazing. And I believe uh, she believed, like I believed, in old-fashioned fitness, the old-fashioned way. So just move. No gym membership, no expensive equipment or sweaty group classes necessary. Now, this is another story about Grandma Flossie. Under her protest, the family insisted on moving her washer and dryer up from uh, the upstairs um, or I'm sorry, up from the cellar. And her cellar was a real cellar. Now, the old-timey cellar, cement stairs. That's where her washer and dryer had been all all the years of that she had lived there. And, you know, the kids said, we don't want you going up and down the stairs anymore. To which she said, I'll go up and down the stairs as often as I want to. And I have no doubt that she did just that, probably right after they left that day. So friends, 
exercise is very important, especially if you want to be just as spry as Grandma Flossie. And at 102 years old, maybe you don't want to live that long, but I want to live long, but I want to live strong. I always say I don't want to be pushing a walker and pulling an oxygen tank. I want to live strong right until I'm not alive anymore. So exercise is very important for our health. And I believe that fitness is less about what you do in the gym for those 60 minutes. I've already said that. It's more about what you do all day, every day. And remember, if you don't use it, you may lose it. So most of our grandparents and great-grandparents didn't suffer with the 70 to 80% of preventable diseases that we suffer with today. Maybe that's because they didn't pay people to mow their lawns, do their laundry, clean their house, wash their cars, move their furniture, or pick up their push mower. So try Flossy Fitness. Ask yourself, what would Grandma Flossie do? Clean your house. Clean your own house, I should say. Mop your own floor. Vacuum your own carpet. Move your own furniture. Mow your own lawn. Pull your own weeds. It's a lot of squats <laughs> that you get when pulling weeds. Wash your own car. Walk your own dog. We have dog walkers now. Garden. Cook your own food. Run, walk, climb, row, and lift heavy things. And if that if that helps you, then just ask WWGFD. Find your fit. Grandma Flossie lived hers. Jack found his. I found mine. And you can find yours. So my closing thoughts for you today is find your fit. Where'd you lose it? Where'd you see it last? You can't lose something you've never had, but I'm sure you've had it. There's no time like the present. And I love, I have this saying on my wall. It says, I will beat her. I will train harder. I will eat cleaner. I know her weaknesses. I know her strengths. I lost to her before, but not this time. She's going down. I have the advantage because I know her well. She is the old me. I'm excited to be sharing these things with you, and I hope that you've been blessed. Um, this has been an amazing uh, journey for me because it's encouraged me and it's encouraged my family. I love it that my Mama Joe and Paula and Elle listen to me and Sheila and so many others, friends and family. And I'm counting on the fact that these weekly podcasts have blessed your life and your health and improved your well-being in some way. So thank you for voting for us as Best of Gwinnett. Um, we've been uh, we been nominated in two categories this year, the sixth year for endocrinology, diabetes, and metabolism practices, and our first year for counseling, addiction, and mental health. We love our clients, and we work hard for the partnership that we have with them. We are the coach in your corner, so we're ready for your call. I know it takes time, and it takes money uh, to pursue your personal health and well-being, but it's worth it. Ask the hundreds of clients we've had since 2015. Better yet, just call us and Find out for yourself. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I love that. Ah, you've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. For information about our corporate wellness programs, virtual classes, or our individual coaching programs, go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is available virtually anywhere in the country. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well 
personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life. <laughs>